everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. You know, over the last 10 years or so, one of the big things in movies has been the superhero movies. Marvel Comics have done tremendous with their movies, and DC, well, eh, can't really say that much, except for like maybe one or two. But here we have a superhero of our own, and this is the debut of him. But we also have another superhero, but I'll get to him in a little bit. Today's episode is The Coon, and let's dive into it. This is The Coon. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally, air, originally, pardon me, aired on March 18th, 2009. Now, normally with these shows, I tend to tell where the episode begins. However, because this is the coon, I think it's only fitting that the coon does his own introduction. The city isn't what it used to be. It all happened so fast. Everything went to crap. It's like everyone's sense of morals just disappeared. The bad economy made things worse. The jobs started drying up. Then the stores had to shut down. Then a black man was elected president. He was supposed to change things. As more and more people turn to crime and violence, the town becomes gripped in fear. Dark times. The city needs protection. There is an animal that lives by that. Searches through trash cans and cleans out the garbage. To clean the trash can of society, I've chosen to become more than a man. I am the hero this town needs. I am... the king. As the world plummets into despair, the coon fights to keep order intact. Lisa, I had a really great time tonight. I did too, Josh. Would you mind very much if I kissed you? Not at all. A woman being raped, this is what our city has been reduced to. Where the money goes, the raping starts. Women are helpless without the king. Oh, yes, Josh, yes! Let her go! Excuse me? You aren't raping anyone tonight! Oh, it's a talking squirrel. Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! Get out of here! Get to safety! Ah! Oh! Lisa! Call me! Oh! Another woman saved from rape. But how many more rapists are out there? Oh, that really stinks. So, now we have our introduction of the coon. So, with the coon, he goes to the South Park Police Department because, well, they kind of have a boring night tonight. They've just got a lot of paperwork to do. But the coon appears, and he tries to give them clues, but then he disappears. But then he pops up again. Then he disappears again. Then he pops up again, only to disappear again. Then he pops up again, only to disappear one more time. So then we get to, or actually he leaves a box 
And inside the box are t-shirts that ask, Who is the coon? So the next morning, the boys are at the bus stop when Cartman goes by and talks about the coon and how awesome he is. And Kyle doesn't really care. And then when he talks to Kenny about it, Kenny just kind of has this dark stare. It's like a long, you know, gaze into something, which um, is kind of interesting because my first thought was, huh, maybe he's thinking about what happened to him last week. So in the school, Cartman does a presentation in front of the class about the coon and talks about how the coon will be on top of the Walgreens sometime between 5 and 5.45 p.m. So as he's standing there doing another dialogue, all of a sudden, here comes another superhero. And the coon starts guessing who it is. Clyde, Craig, Token. Well, we know it's not Token, but we got to remember who is the coon. So now we have a rival superhero. And this superhero is named Mysterion. And Mysterion starts to get a little popular. And this angers the coon. But he doesn't feel bad because he is going to have Kunicon 2009 at the Denver Airport Hilton. And you know what? No one comes. No one comes to Kunicon 2009, which disappoints the coon. So that night, Cartman gets back to his house. He's upset, even though he can't tell his mom what it is. And then the news shows up. And then they start talking about Mysterion. Who is Mysterion? Who is this vigilante hero? Who is this savior? And this really pisses off Cartman. Because he thinks he's done all this work. And now this other kid is taking his spotlight. Is taking his momentum away from him. So now we get an intro to Mysterion. And Mysterion talks about how he's a fourth grader in South Park, but nobody knows who I am. And, you know, you get the whole superhero vibe. And then he goes into the South Park Police Department, and they're like, oh, Mysterion, thank God you're here. And, you know, they talk for a little bit, and then you hear the police officers like, Godspeed, Mysterion! We believe in you, Mysterion! We love you, Mysterion! And then, Mysterion has a bit of a confrontation with the coon. And the coon is like, Hey, quit stealing my gig. This is my job. I am the superhero. And... Mysterion leaves by setting off firecrackers and it's kind of funny because the coon is like hey those are illegal those are illegal he had illegal fireworks so then the coon decides well 
to figure out who is Mysterion. I gotta go to somebody that I don't trust. And he goes to a storage place and he ends up meeting with Professor Chaos. Ba -ba and Professor Chaos is, you know, like, why am I supposed to trust you? You did all these terrible things to me, including giving me a titty twister. And the coon is like, I want to find out who Mysterion is. And it's a back and forth thing. And then General Disarray comes in and he fights the coon. And there's even one point where when uh, General Disarray is on top of the coon, you could see his butt crack because, you know, crack kills. Um, and it's kind of funny. So then, you know, Professor Chaos calls off General Disarray and is like, all right. I'll show you. I'll show you our world headquarters. I'll show you where we are and what we do. So, as that's going on, Mysterion meets up with Kyle. And Mysterion tries to basically form a partnership with Kyle. Because Kyle is the smartest kid in fourth grade. And he needs his help. So you're kind of getting the... Here's the superhero, and then here's the local smart person who is trying to, you know, help the coup or help uh, Mysterion, and and, and it's kind of cool. It's it's kind of cool. So then we get to the headquarters of General Disarray, which we find out is used by Gen or or I'm pardon me by Professor Chaos, but he tells us that General Disarray's grandmother lets them use her storage place. So they have, you know, different things set up. They've got guinea pigs. They've got goldfish. They've got a, a dog. So I guess the animals are treated okay? Well, all right. And then we see a big board. And this board has all the potential people that could be Mysterion. And even the coon notices that Cartman is crossed off. And he's like, how do you know it's not Cartman? To which Professor Chaos is like, well, Cartman is fat. The person that's Mysterion has a completely different body tone than he does. And then Mister, uh, uh, the coon asks, where's your, where's your board of trying to figure out who is the coon? Oh, it's over there. And then we see, and I loved this joke. Here's Eric Cartman. In between Cartman is Harvey Feinstein and Bruce Valanche. And we're going we're gonna to talk about Bruce Valanche in, in a little bit. So that kind of pisses off Lacoon. Then we get this breaking development, this news story of... Well, we haven't seen Mysterion in a few days. And there's a terrorist threat that's been put out. And it's Professor Chaos and General Disarray. And Professor Chaos has this note. He's reading it. And basically, he says, if Mysterion does not reveal himself, then he's going to blow up a hospital. 
And then Butters is like, I, I, I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to blow up a hospital. No, I, I really don't want to. And then the news people are like, Where are you, Mysterion? Where are you, Mysterion? So we see Professor Chaos, General Disarray, and the Coon. They're at this, const- this construction site, which is where this hospital is going to be. So there are all these boxes of dynamite and TNT and they're getting it out and the coon has to go to Aces to get a detonator because that's where detonators are sold apparently is at an Ace. Ace is the place with the hardware folks. So as that happens here comes Mysterion and Mysterion is like Professor Chaos this is not like you. You don't do this kind of stuff. And we start to have the fight between Professor Chaos and Mysterion and General Disarray. And all the town, well, not all the townspeople, but enough of the townspeople are there on the street. And they're watching this fight happen. And at one point, um, Mysterion gets punched into a bag of plaster. And he collapses. He's knocked out. And then the people are like, No. No. Mysterion. Mysterion is dead. No. Mysterion is dead. Oh, no. I can't believe Mysterion is dead. And then the news is there. And they're like, Ladies and gentlemen, we we have seen the death of Mysterion. But Mysterion manages to wake up and continues to fight. And then all of a sudden, the coon comes up and he's like, Oh, look, it's the coon! He's coming to save you! And then a couple of townspeople are like, Hey, aren't you Bruce Valanche? And this really pisses off the coon. It's just a great joke. So, the coon eventually helps Mysterion and punches uh, Professor Chaos right into the nose, gives him a bloody nose, and they run away. But now we're at a very interesting situation. The Coon and Mysterion are next to each other. And the Coon is going to convince Mysterion the only way this is going to stop is if you reveal yourself. Because if you don't reveal yourself, then there's going to be more bad guys coming. More terrorists coming. So, Mysterion has no choice but to unmask himself. So he's in front of a podium, and he's talking, and he has to unveil himself. And there are people screaming, Don't do it! Don't unveil yourself! We need you! The town needs you! So, he has no choice. He takes his mask off, and he's... Well, I'm not sure. Because we don't see his hair. We don't see anything else. We just see his face. And then the coon is like, Ha! I knew it was you! I knew it was you! But who really is Mysterion? After Mysterion, unfortunately, is arrested for vigilante, or vigilante, uh, you know, being a vigilante, the coon rides off on his coon mobile i guess and 
he is the one and only superhero in town. And that is the end of the coon. Um, I have to admit, I really liked this episode because it's a different approach. It's completely different from what South Park usually does. I think it's a lot better than last week's episode with the ring. So, I'm going to, you know, it's not it's not a 10. But it's kind of in that 8 to 9 range. I'm leaning a little more towards it being a 9 actually. So I th- I think a 9 is a is a fairly good grade for this episode because it's like it's the debut of a new character it's brand new um and it's just kind of cool you know it's just different it's cool it's a very good episode so i'm gonna give this a nine so let's get into the backstory the production notes of this episode The Coon was conceived by Parker and Stone within a week of the episode's broadcast date. This this episode revolves around a group of superheroes in the style of Watchmen, which is a graphic novel-based film that had been released earlier that month in 2009. They started working on sketches of the other superhero costumes, but Cartman and his alter ego, The Coon, were finished first. From the start, Parker and Stone wrote Cartman as caring more about his superhero image than fighting crime. But as they worked further on the episode, it began to take up more and more of the story until they decided to make Cartman the only superhero of the four boys. Parker and Stone long planned to create an episode about the economic recession and originally planned for Cartman to dress as a superhero named the Coon and fight the economy. This is why the opening scene of the coon involves Cartman discussing the poor economic state of the nation and the election of Barack Obama. Eventually, Cartman would discover the recession stemmed from the sale of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville blenders, and he would have to battle singer Jimmy Buffett, an investor... Well, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there. Elements of the economic recession and the Margaritaville blenders were eventually incorporated in... Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Ah, Okay, I apologize, folks. I messed this up. So the plot was originally going to be him going after Jimmy Buffett and Warren Buffett, who would be portrayed as Jimmy's uh, brother. Eventually, the idea was scrapped, and the coon turned into an episode revolving entirely around a comic book film parody. The identity of Mysterion is never revealed in the coon. After the episode aired, the question who is Mysterion, became a frequently asked question at the FAQ for the official South Park website, South Park Studios. The answer posted at that site was that there is no answer, and that only Trey and Matt actually know. Parker said it was one of the most common questions he was asked about the show, along with the identity of Cartman's father, which was resolved in season 14. Parker and Stone originally said there was no actual answer to the identity of Mysterion, as they never chose a specific character to be him. In the original ending of the episode, after Mysterion is arrested, 
Kyle is shown to be in prison and it is believed he is the superhero. However, the real Mysterion visits him and Kyle explains he pretended to be Mysterion so the real superhero could remain free and continue fighting crime. As a thank you, Mysterion revealed his identity by showing his face for a simple throwaway gag and showed that Kyle was... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but like... Oh, God, I'm messing up this week. As a thank you, Mysterion revealed his identity by showing his face, but like in the actual episode, the viewer cannot determine who he is because all the children look alike without hats. The ending was ultimately cut because Parker and Stone decided it took too much time for a simple throwaway gag and to show that Kyle was not Mysterion. Hmm. Keo Thong Thonghim and Kevin Dalton, who serve as storyboard artists of the show, drew the detailed image of Mysterion that appeared in a news broadcast with the episode. Within a week of the episode's original broadcast, the online retailer Zazzle and South Park Studios, the official website, released t-shirts and hooded sweatshirts based on the episode, including one with an image of Carmen as the coon and one of Mysterion with the words, Who is Mysterion? Uh, one of the things I do want to mention is Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche was mentioned a bunch of times in this episode. Well, Valanche sent a card to Trey Parker and Matt Stone after the episode aired, thanking them for referring to him in the episode. So how about that? Bruce Valanche liked the show, liked the episode. And Bruce Valanche uh, is, is pretty much a well-known writer. He does act sometimes. Uh, he was on the Whoopi Goldberg version of Hollywood Squares many, many years ago. Not always the center square, but kind of near the center square. So, kind of cool to have Bruce Valanche, you know, do that kind of thing. In the original broadcast, this episode was watched by 3.27 million overall households, according to the Nielsen Media Research. The episode received a 1.8 rating of 5 share among adults aged between 18 and 49, making it the most watched cable entertainment program in that age group for the week. The episode received generally positive reviews. Carlos Delgado, not the baseball player, but Carlos Delgado of If Magazine said, The mockery of comic book-based movies is perfectly done. Though not quite as funny as last week's, The Ring, The Coon is right up there as a classic episode. A beacon of hope in the sometimes drab world of television. While at the same time, he believed the episode title, The Coon, being a well-known ethnic slur against black people, was a jab intended for Barack Obama. Percy Olson, television editor for Student in Life, said the coon was an improvement over the ring because it was less heavy-handed in its morals. Olson also said it raised the question, whatever happened to the goofy superhero movies? From Batman to the Hulk, it seems like every comic book hero movie has been given a splotch of mud and some dim lighting before being sent out the door. Genevieve Kosky of the AV Club gave the episode a B+, although she did not like the non-reveal ending. She also said the target material for the coon is too easy, but she said the episode was really likable, and she particularly liked Cartman's growing frustration when his superhero persona is ignored. Travis Figgett of IGN also said he did not like the ending, and although he liked Butter's part in the episode and the riffing on comic book stereotypes, 
Thicket felt the episode lacked any brilliant moments and ultimately runs out of steam with the superhero riff. Mitchell Geller of the Tufts Daily said the episode would be more enjoyable to people familiar with the comic book film franchise it was spoofing than it would be for those who are not, although he said Cartman never ceases to be funny. Comic book writer and creator of Watchmen, Alan Moore, was reported to have appreciated the episode. Uh, one interesting note before uh, going to IMDb, this episode is actually a bonus episode on the season 14 uh, Blu-ray. So that's pretty cool. Alright, let's get to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2.5 thousand people have rated this episode and the average rating is an 8.5 out of 10. This is very close. 696 people gave it a 10. 616 people gave it a 9. That's the grade I'm giving it this week. 648 people gave it an 8. So it is, for the most part, very much praised. 49 people gave it a 1. The average rating for males is an 8.4, with its highest demographic being 18 to 29, with an average rating of an 8.6. Meanwhile, the average rating for females is an 8.6 with its key demographics being both 18 to 29 and 45 and over, with an average rating of an 8.8. Okay, well, let's get to... Well, I think we're going to do three reviews this week. Uh, this first one is from Gangsta Hippie. Did not, didn't read Gangsta Hippie last episode, so I think it's only fair to read his thoughts. While season 12 was still good, it was probably the worst season in the series, though it did have some good ones. The Coon is the second episode of the 13th season of South Park. The new season is also airing faster in Canada. A few years back, it took about a year for the new episode or for the new season to air here. Then it took about a week, and now 2 days after the original airing, the new episodes are on Comedy Network. The Ring was a hilarious and great episode which looks at teen girls and the Jonas Brothers. The Mickey Mouse character was hilarious, and the episode was just good overall. Now, this second episode, entitled The Coon, is a spoof of superhero movies, such as The Dark Knight. It involves Cartman having an alter ego superhero named The Coon. He pretends to fight crime, and the police are sick of him. Meanwhile, a newer and better superhero has come to steal his spotlight, and The Coon now needs to find out who it is. This episode has some very funny moments, and it also features the return of Butter's alter ego, Professor Chaos. I do not think we've seen him since season 8. Anyway, The Coon is another good South Park episode for season 13. Alright, let's go to a negative review from Klondike Mike, who wrote... I'm surprised at the lack of negative reviews for this episode. Not only was it boring, it was confusing. The joke seems to weigh heavily on the use of the racial slur. This is when I stopped watching South Park. It was a very heated time, racially, in America when this came out, and still is, but nobody calls the writers of South Park race baiters for stoking the flames of division or pandering to their white supremacist crowd. I grew up with South Park, and have put up with plenty of black jokes, but at least they seem to have a heart, and try to always show the other side of the coin. 
Now I'm not sure who or what South Park is. This is when South Park went downhill for me. Huh. Well, I mean, you know, different thoughts from different people is the only thing I can think of. Final review from Random or What, who wrote, Having been disappointed with the first season episode, which I felt lacked real depth and subtlety, I thought this episode delivered that lost promise. It begins with an obvious superhero imitation where Carmen has adopted the persona, the coon. A raccoon reference, not what was expected. Indeed, there was very little dangerous in this episode, and I think this is a step forward for the writers. There was no need to shock or surprise. No real need to make everything overblow or ridiculous. We were given back the funniest South Park characters and their alter egos, Professor Chaos, Cartman's new evil superhero identity. The episode focused on intrinsically good storytelling and intelligent jabbing at a genre which has recently been overly milked by Hollywood and has almost become an imitation of itself. Well-rounded, well-voiced, and very well shot, the episode was backed are backed up by a cleverly over-the-top musical score and ambiguous ending. Well done, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. You have made a return to form with great storytelling, intelligent writing, and some brilliant pieces of continuity. I was very happy to see references to past episodes, something some recent series have lacked. Alright. Um, you know, I just want to say... I kind of feel bad for that person thinking, you know, that this is racist and, you know, with the title and everything. But I really don't think Matt and Trey are like that. I I really don't think they are. Really don't. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And join our Facebook group. It is... Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar on Facebook and add yourself, and we'll add you to the group. If you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time around, uh, well, it's been talked about in this week's episode and the previous one. Next week, we're going to Margaritaville. Maybe we're going to find my law shaker of salt. Well, (laughs) I wish it was about Margaritaville, the song, but you'll hear what it is about next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.